everybody, this is Heidi, and this is my conversation with Jumi Alawale from She Podcasts Live. Jumi is a therapist. She's a professional clinical counselor, life coach, speaker, blogger, and podcaster. So you can tell already she is a multi-creative. When I met her briefly, I just was drawn to her. She had a real uh, sweet and compassionate, friendly and open personality. So I asked her right away as um, as a fellow speaker if she would join me in the Buzzsprout recording booth at She Podcast Live the next day. She said sure and she joined me. We had a great conversation and stick around till the end of the episode so I can give you an idea of what's ahead. All right, thanks for listening. Welcome to Vibrant Visionaries. Um, wow, this is Heidi Bennett, and I am at She Podcasts Live in the Buzzsprout studio. You cool. can hear a little background noise, and you can hear my guest, Jumi Alawale. I told you not to. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Alawale. Alawale. Jumi, welcome. We are new friends as of yesterday evening. Yes. How, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How about you? I'm doing fine. I, I do feel a little surreal coming out here to Atlanta from California. Yeah. So still feels like the morning to me. Yes. It's yes. Different time zone. Noon. <laughs> <laughs> Different time zone. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. Let's just talk about what it is you're speaking on here at the event and just get into it talking about perfectionism setting boundaries all that kind of stuff i think everybody whether you're a creative business owner or any person really out there can relate to this setting boundaries for ourselves in perfectionism world yeah absolutely so well thank you first of all for asking me to come into your podcast absolutely Uh, yeah so i'm going to be talking about um perfectionism because we live in a culture i believe that is very unforgiving and i'm very passionate about this topic so i'm going to be talking about perfectionism and boundary setting because i believe that a lot of us who are perfectionists struggle with setting boundaries that's one of the reasons why we're perfectionists (laughs) um and also you know just to help us like embrace our mess that's why my shirt says embrace the mess so yeah i'm gonna be doing that this afternoon wonderful yeah i love embracing the mess i think being somebody who likes to go off on different creative whims i I get a lot of messages as a person who's a business owner to Mm. show up with um everything kind of figured out already and to know how to do everything and actually you know running our own businesses we're wearing like 10 different hats and we're constantly throwing ones on and at different times and even being at this event you know i see some people are like showing up on instagram every day and here i am doing this come to my thing over here and kind of you know nailing their personal marketing message and i'm just like i haven't even had my coffee yet (laughs) i'm gonna stay in my room and hibernate a bit and um and so i i try to battle that perfectionism as in the perfectionism of like showing up and thinking I have to show up here as a certain person yeah. beyond all the time and yeah. all that. Yeah. No, you're right. I mean it's a lot of pressure. 
you know, when you're in like a place like this where you're meeting like amazing podcasters, people who have been doing this for years, they know how to do all their marketing and all of that stuff. And I think part of really working through perfectionism and trying to embrace your mess is being okay with you. Is being okay with where you are, that it's not possible for you to do what they do because you are not them. And leaning into your own strengths, right? Like if you're not a morning person, if you're not the type of person that has time to be, you know, posting stuff on Instagram all day long, then that is okay that you find your own niche and you do it your own way because there are people who are like you and they like the way that you show up, right? So being able to not be pulled in into somebody else's story and their way of life and the way that they do things is okay. Like charting your own path is okay and embrace it. Yeah, I love the way you put that. And I also say not only is it okay, but the more you do that, more you just feel relaxed and like yourself and then you start to even notice more of your own gifts yes like oh this is what makes me unique and it doesn't have to be like a rebellion like i'm not that person i'm not that person but i think sometimes that kind of happens in our mind like this little struggle of like well if i'm not that person and i'm not that person who am i and is that okay and and, and you saying being okay with being who you are it just seems like the root of, and here we're surrounded, like you said, by all these amazing podcasters. Some people are coming in with years and years and years of experience. Some people are coming from broadcasting. Some yes. people are coming from being professional speakers. And then some people are coming in where they've just launched or haven't launched yet. And they're getting excited and they're asking questions. That message of find your own voice and speak your own voice it is a personal discovery journey yeah and it feels scary sometimes like even saying that kind of gives me a little bit of the in my stomach but the more we use our voices the more we get comfortable with who we are how we feel and not apologize for that we can be kind to others and be kind to ourselves in that yeah but to to release thinking you have to be anybody else but yourself feels it feels good it might feel uncomfortable at first but the more you do it i guess i want to say the better it feels yes and you know i do believe that like when we decide to show up as ourselves it's a form of vulnerability and we are also going to beget vulnerability we give space not just for ourselves but we give space for other people to show up as themselves right like not everybody's gonna have like a million followers on Instagram. Not everybody wants to aspire to that. And if that's what you want to aspire to, there's nothing wrong with it because that's you. And just because it's uncomfortable for you to show up does not mean that you shouldn't, right? Like you need to like understand that like there is growing pains and that we do live in an you know unforgiving world and that people are going to criticize you for whatever, but that's okay. Because somebody needs you to show up. And when you show up, they see themselves in you. And you are giving them permission, too, to be themselves. And that's a gift. That's a great gift. Beautifully said. Yes. Beautifully said. <laughs> and just as a reminder to people, because I think this can happen for us for sure, is that when somebody else is being critical of you, it always comes from their own experience and what's going on in their own head. They're feeling vulnerable or they're feeling uncomfortable because maybe you're showing up in a way they dreamed of but they're not quite ready to or something yeah. so it gives them a funny feeling yes but it's about them it's not about you yes they're projecting yeah they're being triggered 
Um, it's just like, you know, anything in life. Like if you get triggered, if there's something in you that you have not like addressed and somebody's addressing it and they're showing up in that way, it can trigger you. Oh, man. No it can trigger you like, oh, man. Yeah. Like I, I haven't I don't want to deal with this right now. And that's that's fine. That's OK. Just show up. Show up. I love it. So how are you feeling so far about just being at this event? It's it's early. So we're recording this Friday morning. Yeah. The kickoff party was last night. Yes. We as speakers, we met in the speaker circle, which yes. was before that was really wonderful. Just I felt the magic of just getting us all <laughs> together. But yeah, so it's just we're kind of kicking off. How are things feeling for you? So last night was a lot for me, you know, and I remember having this conversation with my husband yesterday. Like I'm typically an extrovert, but last night was just a lot. So even the speaker circle was a lot for me um, because I'm having to like have conversations with people that I don't know. Mm-hmm. And like I'm supposed to be sharing this information with them about like what I'm struggling with and, you know, what I'm celebrating. I'm like, I don't know this people. Why should I, you know? So I, I don't believe in any kind of vulnerability. I believe like vulnerability is about safety. Yeah, last night was weird. Um, but then I went to my room and recentered and tried to get some sleep. And I woke up this morning really excited. So, you know, I only slept for four hours. <laughs> but I'm also, I have a lot of caffeine in my system right now. So I'm good. So no, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving, there's, a, there's an energy here. I don't know if you can feel it, but there's an energy here with all these women that like, it's different. And I love being surrounded by women. So I'm, I'm eating it all up. Yeah. I, I've gone through similar processes of weirdness and wonderfulness, you know, feeling the energy and feeling a bit that that circle. I loved it. But I also was like, honestly, if I was going to tell you what's not working for me right now, it's that I had diarrhea yesterday all morning long. <laughs> and when I went to get on the plane, I was just like, God, please don't let me have this while I was on the plane. <laughs> So I guess you did share that last night. <laughs> I did share it with Jesse, <laughs> the person who produced this, and she got a good chuckle out of it. Oh my word, it's my diarrhea. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> but this is real life, right? Oh, Be vulnerable. Life. Don't let yourself, and you know, find your people. If they can handle, like, I'm not going to go in detail about it. Right, 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 right. <laughs> if they can handle that you're yes revealing those things but what i was excited about too is just that i got here you yes. know that we all got here yeah no matter what whatever the you know cost or the um i was just distracted for the the couple of weeks before this my dog was um having some health issues she's doing fine now miss pokey my co-producer <laughs> my little buddy Aww. but um she's on some new medication now okay. and so i was just like looking at her and concentrating on her for for a long time and just feeling that energy from her for like a couple of weeks so just like are you okay is everything okay do i need to do anything you know other things going on in life and so just to like decompress and be here yes was like oh i'm here it took me all day i woke up at 3 30 in the morning in oakland and then <laughs> you know got to the airport got on the flight Ooh. and all that and i was going to mention actually here while we have the time this is a little um travel tip for anybody who would say they're of size, so people on the bigger side of yeah. life, if you're on Southwest, you can request um, a customer of size extra seat next to you. Get out. It is seriously going to save you. So 
on their website. You need to kind of poke around for it. I think it's customer of size. Maybe I can look that up and add a link. Okay. One way you can do it is on the website. You can actually sign up and buy the second seat, but then they refund the money after the trip. Oh. You can also go in early on to your flight um, and go to the um, the help desk downstairs for Southwest okay. and just ask them for that second well, go Southwest. Yes. Yeah, so that's go Southwest. A, that's, that helped me fly in comfort <laughs> and just sink yes. into that seat See, and just oh, yeah. revel. So that was a, a, a self-compassionate gift for me. I got mm. in there, got that request. And, you know, that's showing up for yourself in a way that's different. And yes. sometimes you got to get used to saying, like, hi, I'm a customer of size. And yes. I'd like to say, you have this program. Please, you know, yes. give me this this slip and you put it on the seat next to you that says reserved and you sit down that's kindness it's beautiful yeah so that's my little travely tip you do a lot of traveling is there anything you found that's well i don't travel like outside much of my state Mm -hmm. but the travels that i do are more like international because i used to live in london and my family lives in london or maybe our yearly trips like last year we went to the bahamas um the year before i think we went to canada so i love to travel with my family my husband and my children and um i always like leave early you know i will go like two times the time that i'm supposed to get there Mm -hmm. and for several reasons one traffic two well two accidents and three you may forget something at home like your passport or something and you need to be able to have enough time to go and come back yes so i build that whole thing i love it i love (laughs) i build that whole thing into my traveling like i want to make sure that when i get there i can still come back if i forget something and so that's my tip I love it's it. It's a lot of time, but, you know, it works for a lot of people. If you're an anxious person, mm-hmm. this is one way to be less anxious. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, do what works for you. I yeah. definitely like to come early and bring a good book or a good load of podcasts with my headphones. Yes. And just relax. Sit and, in a corner, mm-hmm. get a snack, get some water, hydrate, <laughs> and you're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. So true. Yeah. Yeah. So So, I guess to wrap things up here, um, before we take off and Mm -hmm. into our day and you get ready for your your panel later. Yes. Um, your speaking session. Yes. Um, where can people find you and yeah, what's your podcast all about? So my podcast is called Life, Love and Therapy. And the purpose of the podcast is really to hold space for people's experiences about life. So we talk about um, if somebody has had a miscarriage, what that it's like. Somebody's had an abortion, what that is like. Someone's been through a divorce, what that is like. And I do some solo episodes too. I've spoken about um, forgiveness, what it's like to have a relationship with people who are toxic, um, boundary setting, which is one of my favorite topics. Um, so I can be found on, um, I have a practice called Focus Counseling Clinic, focuscounselingclinic.com, or you can follow me on Instagram, Jumi Alawale on Instagram. Jimmy Alawali, I think, the therapist on Instagram. And then on Facebook, Jimmy Alawali, um, therapy and counseling, where I do like live shows on Thursday nights on oh, different cool. topics. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And so speaking of boundary setting, maybe yeah. just any little nugget or something to help people figure out how they actually do that set a boundary it's easy to say set boundaries set for boundaries. yourself yeah 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 you know first thing you need to understand is why you should set boundaries the boundaries are for your own safety boundaries are also like a way to show that you respect yourself it's also like 
to a way to get closer to other people because it's a form of vulnerability to be able to say to someone, you know, I don't like this because you don't know how they're going to react. If boundaries for your safety and it's also a way that you get closer to other people, you can see how sometimes it can be difficult, but you can also see that if you can conceptualize it as part of your safety, how it's necessary and how you set boundaries is really sometimes you may not even know something is a boundary for you until somebody crosses that line and really having the confidence in yourself to be able to say, hey, this hurts me and ask yourself the reason why it's difficult for you not to set boundaries many times it's because it makes us anxious because we don't know what the other person is going to say you know like we don't know how they're going to react and that's a real legitimate you know issue so you want to start small on little things like i don't know if you know somebody was like about to give me a hug and they said you know do you like hugs right i'm like yeah i do like Something as simple as that, like, do you like how they asked me and I could have said yes or no. Something as simple as that. You don't want to start too big because it can be very anxiety producing, right? So, yeah, boundaries are freaking important. It's a way for you to build safety around yourself um, so that you can live the life that you want and so that you can be able to, like, have really good relationship with other people. Because you can't have really authentic um, deep relationship with other people when they don't really know you because you're just showing up as a reflection of them whatever it is that they want to see in you you know yeah yeah I love that and what I would say too a couple of things on that same topic is one you don't need to explain what your boundary is sometimes you don't even know maybe you're just getting a hit something in you is saying I need to set a boundary yeah but you don't need to explain it you could just sometimes just say I don't even know why but the answer is no or not at this time and that's it you know you don't need to have this thesis statement on why (laughs) not a thesis (laughs) not a thesis And sometimes we don't understand our emotional response in the moment. Yeah. And it's just that, that that's okay. And and also what I was thinking of was the word guilt. As I feel like people say that they feel guilty if they say no to something or if they feel guilty if they if they set a boundary. Yeah. But that ultimately what, what you said is so true is that you actually get to be closer with people when you set those boundaries. And also another benefit is you get to be an example to other people people yeah they get to see somebody modeling what it's like to say no thank you or this seems like the kind of thing i would do but not at this moment yeah and other people get that gift they they get to see you respond and that that you didn't like die from doing it you're not gonna die from doing it (laughs) you may sweat a lot (laughs) you're not gonna die and then, yeah, I think you get used to it, too. And you yeah. gain confidence. You gain, you gain confidence. personal confidence when you start to say, this is who I am. No apologies. Yes. And, you know, it's, it's, it's okay to say that it takes a while to get there. You know, it's like sharpening any tool, especially if you've been conditioned, whether through culture or where you live or how you grew up, that stuff takes a while to like work through. And so if you feel guilty, guilty is not a sign that you're doing something wrong. It's just a sign that that old wiring is alive and well. And so you can do opposite action, right? You can do 
the opposite of what you feel, which means that even though you feel guilty and you don't want to say something and you don't want to set those boundaries, that you push through anyway in the smallest of ways that makes you comfortable. And then over time, you sort of gain that experience and you gain that strength to just keep pushing on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. It's a process that doesn't just magically switch in most it cases. Doesn't. It doesn't magically switch. <laughs> it, doesn't ma- it hasn't magically switched for me. And as much as I, you know, talk to people about boundary setting and I talk to people about, you know, these issues, there's certain triggers for me that I may find myself just go back to my old ways where I don't want to set those boundaries. And I have to like be kind to myself and show myself some compassion around it. Like this is my old wiring. Like it, it's a Pavlovian response, you know, just like when you're with your parents and you go home, that experience you have when you like that child all over again, mm-hmm. and it's not intentional, you know, everybody falls into their old roles when they go home. You can find yourself in those situations when you need to set boundaries in trigger situations. You might not even know you're being triggered, right? And so if you find yourself that you can't set boundaries in those settings and you've been working hard at it, it's okay. It's a Pavlovian response. Just you now have an awareness of what these things can do to you and then you can pre-plan when you're able to. But understand that it's a process. And even for me to talk about it all the time, I still struggle with it. That's why I call myself a recovering, not a recovered person, right? Yeah. So great. I love it. Yes. Well, thank you, Jumi. I think we should wrap up here. Unless we should we're wrap just up. gonna walk talk yeah. for another half. We hour. could like just sit here and just like <laughs> keep going. So yeah. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate you coming on Vibrant Visionaries and talking with me and being so open and sharing your wisdom. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for inviting me. I appreciate it so much. All right. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Okay, this is Heidi back in the studio, and I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. So I thought this was a great topic to uh, discuss, especially around the holidays when setting boundaries can be something that can be very useful for everybody. So it's something to practice and be kind with yourself about as we all stumble along through, through the middle of winter. And on that subject, my next episode is actually going to be a sharing of one of my friend's podcast episodes. So my friend Elaine has this amazing podcast called Angus I.T. So (laughs) it's about anxiety and depression, but it's a comedy podcast. And why am I sharing with you on my feed a podcast about anxiety and depression? Well, first of all, I think Elaine has a really interesting niche podcast and a wonderful point of view on depression. This episode I'm going to be sharing is specifically about being creative while being depressed. And I think it's really important to share things, not when you're just feeling at your best, but also when you're maybe feeling blue or under the weather or, you know, whether you're a clinically depressed person or just feeling really in a slump. You can still connect to your creativity in a way that's just a little bit different. And that's what she shares on the podcast. I thought it was a great topic and I thought she shared a lot of great ideas. So the next episode coming up, the final episode of 2019, will be from Elaine. And I'll, uh, you know, I'll throw a little intro and outro in there like I usually do. But that's really, that's it from me for this year. And I really look forward to sharing with you a huge variety of creative folks from all over the spectrum for 2020. So I'll see you in the Vibrant Visionaries Clubhouse over on Patreon or at VibrantVisionaries.com. 
Thanks so much for listening. Ciao!